ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Michelle Grattan is the Chief Political Correspondent for The Conversation and also a Professorial Fellow at Canberra University. Michelle, good morning. Hi, Sally. The government, of course, on the weekend has released this university's accord. There is some very big reform on the agenda, but not quite a solid plan yet about how they will get there. When you've been listening to the Minister, Jason Clare, and others, how closely do you think the government will follow the recommendations of of this report? I'd expect they'll pick and choose uh, among these recommendations. Certainly on the question of timing, this is a, a huge blueprint. We don't have the cost of the overall plan. We don't even have the detail of some of the more costly proposals. Now, the minister has said that the government will respond uh, in coming months. You would think perhaps there would be something in the budget, not perhaps much, but something. And I think that uh, you'd also expect that, or at least students will be looking out for some reasonably early decision on the controversial program of the former government, the Jobs Ready program, which sent those uh, charges for arts degrees sky high while reducing, of course, the fees of some other courses. But the, the program is enormous. Michelle, on a separate issue, I was just speaking with Helen Haynes, the independent MP for Indi, about the issue of pork barrelling. She'll be introducing a private member's bill today to try and uh, deal with that. We already have the National Anti-Corruption Commission. They're saying that they'll provide guidance on what they describe as corruption vulnerabilities ahead of the next election. Can we expect some more transparency? Well, certainly I think that this will be a a warning to those going into the election uh, to watch their behaviour. The head of the NAC, Paul Brereton, said in a speech last week to a public service conference that the Commission will produce guidance concerning corruption, risks and vulnerabilities associated with issues such as, and he listed these, grants, political donations and fundraising, foreign interference, government advertising and appointments. So that's a pretty wide field of, uh, of, of possible areas of vulnerability and I think quite a, a pointed warning to uh, politicians and aspiring politicians, political parties to take notice and watch their behaviour. Do you think the election will be before the end of the year or will go into 2025? I think we'll go into 2025. I think the government's got a a slim majority. I don't think that uh, it will be so far ahead that it will be willing to take too many risks. Uh, The Prime Minister has said his intention is to have another budget uh, earlier than usual next year and, and then the election would follow. I think that's almost certainly what will happen. And Michelle, just briefly, of course, we've got a by-election in the seat of Dunkley coming this Saturday. How is that looking for the government, do you think? Most people think that the government will hold on. It's a fairly solid margin of 6.3%. Of course, uh, it's fashionable to say these days and true that uh, no seat is is really safe. So the question will be, uh, 
if the government does hold on, the size of the swing. Some commentators have said that Peter Dutton must win this by-election to be credible. I don't really agree with that, but he has to get a sizable swing. And... Uh, also, on the other side, I don't agree that even a sizable swing is some sort of disaster for Anthony Albanese. I think in his case, a win is a win is a win. And if he gets a win, we'll forget the by-election fairly quickly. Michelle Gratton, always good to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. That's Michelle Grattan there giving us uh, some insight into the events unfolding in federal politics. Michelle, of course, is the chief political correspondent for The Conversation. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.